right. Welcome back, everybody. You know, somehow as it, as it gets later at night, I'm getting more energy. I feel way more alive than I did about an hour and a half you ago. Know, you stay on the, you stay on the mic long enough, and it, the juices just flow. Yeah, yeah. You know? So we're back for another episode, early stage. Yeah. Um, talking yeah, the, 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 Well, I was just going to say, this is the pod where we talk about our journey up until today. Yep, our, our trials and tribulations at, at real-time sports. And we're still really early in the journey, because this is, what, episode three? Yep, I'd say we're, we're, we're <laughs> still, still ID on a napkin. Um, this is 2019. But um, um, before we get going, um, to all our valued listeners oh. out there who listened to our first three episodes, um, hopefully you liked it. Hopefully you want to come back and listen to this one, but make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow. Yep. Give us a nice review so we can keep growing. Yeah, you know, maybe and share maybe, it with a friend or two. Maybe we'll make our way to, to Amex Platinum, like like uh, Alex Lieberman, and oh. we'll get we'll get that get that sponsor. Oh, no, seriously, seriously. Hopefully soon. But I guess a quick recap of where we were last time, right? So we had talked about Noah and I had entered the pitch competition. Yeah. Um, and we figured we found out we didn't win. Big L. Um, Big L. So I guess quickly jumping into the story, Noah, uh, we, we talk about our way out and the little ducklings comment. Um, you know, the, the judge just told us that we did pretty well, honestly, and they were happy with our performance. They really liked what we had, but we weren't the right company for the, the thing. Yeah, other companies could have used the money better than us. But, you know, looking back on it, it's probably good we lost. We needed the, uh, we needed the ego check. No, 100%. Um, but I guess... What did we do after that? So we leave the building, obviously. We, we leave the church where, this, where the, the, we'll call it a party or gathering was, and we're fuming. We're not saying many words. The only words that were coming were, I can't believe this. <laughs> Embarrassed, disappointed, uh, humiliated. <laughs> um, so we're walking to the car. Where we first went, we probably went back to the cage first. We're going to the car, and this was a Wednesday night, so a bunch of our friends... When there was this like bar in Amherst that did trivia, mm. so a bunch of our friends were there, or but maybe they had already left. I don't know, but we just went there because they had like half price wings and half price beers. So we're like, we just went there, and we're still in like our dress clothes from on Wednesday, the, yeah, on middle a Wednesday of the week, yeah, from this competition. So we're in there, we're like we're like dressed up in the middle of this like college bar, secluded in the corner, talking to nobody. I think we were we were we just got a picture. We were, didn't even have seats. Then we were standing, and there was a, maybe a tray on the wall that we just put the stuff yeah, on. Yeah, we were standing. We had a picture of picture of Bud Light and some and some wings. Yeah, eating away our our despair. And on the way from point A to point B, there was some screaming done in that car, <laughs> <laughs> just yelling into the air. Yeah, roll oh. down the windows and just yelling. Yeah. Um, and so I guess what were some of our interactions like with... Because I guess leading up to this, we were telling people pretty much how confident we were. We were pitching Money anybody who was willing to listen. Um, safe to say, too confident. So what, what were our next conversations kind of like? Well, first of all, people were like coming up to us at Stackers being like, why are you guys so dressed up? And we are like, yeah, oh, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> then we went back to the house and... Here come, I don't know if you want to call it excuses or what, but we were just, we sounded so dumb. I call so them excuses. Dumb. I call them excuses. Yeah, we're, we're basically telling this. I mean, we're telling what we heard. Yeah, we're telling what the judges told it, us, you know, but we, it was quite the sob story yeah. we were spewing. You know, yeah, you know, it didn't go our way, but the judges said we, we, they wanted us to win, but, but, but they couldn't give us the money. <laughs> um, they want us to keep going. They said we should be pitching it for hundreds of thousand dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, not 15,000. Um... So we were we were spinning quite the the sob story, and it somehow it people believed it. I mean, we, maybe 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 because we really believed it. 
Yeah, and you know, I think I think people kind of the story of the fuel that keeps us going to this point is that a lot of people are buying into the storyline, so to speak. A lot of people are buying into our success. Kind of really what we're looking to get with this still. I think people want to see people, us win. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are invested in the journey. And so although um, that was a point where we could have just given up on this, uh, the response that we were getting kind of kept us going. In fact, even, and the, the timelines get blurry. Obviously, this isn't like a day-by-day recount. But one of our teammates... Um, really wanted to join the team. Um, he he wanted to be an early first member of the real time team. Yeah, he wanted in from on on the ground floor. He uh, so now it's a few days post pitch, and he's like, "Hey guys, I got I have a presentation for you that I want to present." And we're like, oh, "Okay, man." So he comes over the house at like seven o'clock. He shows up with a bottle of champagne and a, and a laptop. <laughs> and keep in mind, the champagne's obviously not popped yet. And he just gives us like a five, six slide thing. And, and what, are we going to say no on the spot? <laughs> We're like, yeah, well, it, sure. Well it, well, it was well put together because keep in mind, at the time, it's still an idea. So there's no app, no nothing. There's no nothing. So actually, to their credit, it was a kind of a presentation that painted a little bit about what it could be. Um, just based on our words, and it was kind of a close representation. Yeah, you know, yeah. got us got us excited. Yeah. Um. So popped a bottle, <laughs> made a made a Google Drive folder, and to this day, that person is still the owner of the Real Time Sports yeah. Google folder. And then after that day, I couldn't tell you a single thing he did for the company. I don't think we ever had another conversation about the company. I think yeah, it, I think unlikely. <laughs> that, that, that fizzled out quick. I, I think it was a one-and-done event. Yeah, because he, he was like, oh, I can get some money from my uncle. He's really rich. He'll invest. And we were like, oh, sick. And then, you know, that wasn't fucking going to happen. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was like the, our first realization about how hard fundraising was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think that to wrap up that early chapter of this this episode, even though it's probably about five minutes, is um, not that it needs to be wrapped up, but I think the, the wrapping up point is that although we had lost, a lot of people were continuing to encourage us to go forward. Well, let's not forget the god-awful email I sent to the uh, someone pretty high up in the entrepreneurship department. We well, we were so besides ourselves that we lost. We were like, I think I emailed, I emailed her, and I was like, "Hey, you know, Sam and I are just having a really hard time coming to terms with the <laughs> decision that the judges made." And we spoke to them for some feedback afterwards, and we're just wondering if we could come by your office and, you know, just, just say some grievances, as if like anything was going to change. No, no. I mean, you know. Our pitch wasn't that great, so I can see, I know why we didn't win. Well, the pitch was great, but the, pitch the itself, content yeah, wasn't yeah. strong. Yeah, the content wasn't strong, and the pitch was, the pitch was good. Um, I agree, I don't think know what we thought, but I think it was a necessary step anyway. We always needed to kind of keep the conversation going, especially given that we were moving it forward anyway. So I think these, that, that sort of conversation would have happened kind of anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did, that, what did that lead to? So we went in there and... Nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, really. we uh, we voiced our our grievances, and nothing really came about. So shocker. Um, so then they started like, because we were still planning to obviously continue pursuing the idea. Yeah. So this is still. I don't think it. it I don't think it was like a let's keep doing this. But I think we just kind of stayed in the motions of you know how, how do we keep things going you know. Yeah, so we got introduced to 
a couple people. Yeah, I, mean, I guess let's start with let's start with uh, Ryan. So around this time, so what was this? December of 2019. It's my junior year. It's it's getting to that point. I'm almost done with business school, where you're starting to think a little bit about what you want to do when yep, you get yep, out yep. or whatever, right? Um, and you know, coach, my coach, luckily was really on top of that type of thing, keeping us uh, regular meetings. You know, what do you want to do? Is there any people I can connect you to? You have any idea what you want to do? At the time, not really. Um, you know, degrees in management, broad enough. Um, I you know, I like various topics. So I one thing that kind of came to me was like, all right, maybe I'll be a consultant, right? <laughs> and I actually remember this because in the fall of that year prior to real time, because you had mentioned the whole consulting thing, and I was your head in school, so I was like, okay, you know, look at this whole consulting yeah. thing. You're staring at these salaries. You're like, fuck yeah, I want to yeah, do consulting. No. It, exactly. So it's like, you know, I, I know enough. I, I can learn a, a thing or two about a few different industries. Maybe that's what I'll do. And so Coach connects me to Ryan, who uh, – Ryan, UMass track guy, but wasn't at the uh, – on the team at the same time coach was, or maybe they barely overlapped. Coach wasn't the real coach. And Go ahead. I was just going to say, and, and does nothing close to consulting. No, no. Yeah, that's an important piece. He's also not a consultant at all. But um, I guess he'll, he kind of comes up in the story later, so it's important to introduce him now. But basically... No, Ryan, Ryan's a key player yeah, in the Ryan's, story. Yeah, so, so basically, uh, coach connected me with him with his number. I talked to him. First, first thing he says is, you don't want to be a consultant. Um, like literally first thing he said, like didn't even like, you know, Hey, how you doing? You don't want to be a consultant. Um, you know, you, you, he's right to the point. He told it to you straight. Yeah. He said, you know, you do other people's work. You don't necessarily get as much credit. There's more things to do. And this was kind of my segue probably personally into the world of tech. So he was like, you know, why don't you come? And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, why don't you do some of these? Uh, I have some projects that I'd like getting done. You know, if you have any time, like, why don't you help me out with some of these projects? And so basically I'm doing like data entry and a whole and bunch of boring things. This but was like probably shortly after he left Drizzly. Around the timeline, probably, yeah. yeah. This is this is just getting started for his, you know, the operators was just getting started. He was doing Boston Renovation, Headstone Hub. A lot of these early things were, were in their early phases. So we, we caught him at an inflection point of his own career, kind of at the same time as ours. Um, and so I think we actually stopped by his place like a few weeks after that. Yeah, so the pitch competition, I think, was like a week or two before Thanksgiving break. And then we went home for Thanksgiving break. And Sam's like, yo, I met this guy, Ryan. He seems pretty cool. He's like definitely willing to help us. Like we should go to his apartment in Boston. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like I literally knew nothing about the guy. Um, and I hadn't even like, I mean, I heard like heard of Wayfair and I like heard of, Drizzly, but I was like, what the hell did this guy do there? Um, so then we pull up to his he lives in the Av he lives in the Avalon at the time, which right is next like T D luxury of luxury apartments in like the north end of Boston. And we just like go up to like this top floor. I'm like, where the hell are we? Um and of course the first thing I do, we're walking him through our terrible pitch deck <laughs> is I just spill a beer all over the yeah. counter. And there's like no paper towels. Within a couple minutes. Yeah, within a couple minutes, I've already made a fool of myself. And I think it's um, just a backtrack because I, I guess introducing this person, we didn't give a proper backstory. But um, Ryan's story was like he's, we said, mask guy, track guy. But when he finished school, and maybe a little bit while he was still in school, he also was starting a company. So there were some parallels to the story, perhaps inadvertently, where him and his buddies. Um, put together a company, which is still operational. Obviously, they're no longer at it, but it was called Campus Live. 
at the time. And so it was like a homepage uh, when homepages were like a thing. All the rage. Yeah, homepage, all the rage. So you'd see like your class schedule, some, you know, places to go, things to eat and all this type of stuff all right there on your homepage. Um, and I think at some point they had millions, millions of people using it. Yeah, they had like a million daily active visits. Yeah, or whatever. Um, so cool. it was obviously pretty popular. It was super big. It was like massive on college campuses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is right around the time, obviously, that are the Facebook waves and and college kids putting up businesses and stuff. So they went on to raise venture money. Um, I think the vision for ultimately was hard to execute on. Um, I think it maybe had changed courses a little bit, and so they had to change courses. But obviously, he, that really got him started down that entrepreneurial piece. And so I think he could um, sympathize a little bit with where we were in our journey, so to speak. And so I think although that pitch deck was shitty, I think he saw the vision. You know, we've come a long way yeah. since, that, uh, since that first meeting with Ryan. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately the lesson there, because I don't know if there's any more pieces to that story, but the lesson there is one thing he had noted was in the 10 plus years since he had graduated, we we're the only people who had ever reached out to him about tech, right? And so uh, regardless of what your alma maters are, there really is something to be said about networking. Whether you don't think the college degree is worth the sticker price for it on education alone, especially given you could Google mo all this stuff for free. The networking, go to a school that has strong alumni connections or join a club or, or something. Because yeah. that's the type of stuff that actually ultimately pays off, you know? You got to, I mean, I, mean, I, I kind of hate clubs. Yeah. But if you can have, it's all about like finding um, commonalities. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, anybody, I think if someone from, U, from UMass hit me up and was like, hey, I went to UMass, can we chat? I'd probably talk to him. Yeah. But if it was a track kid mm -hmm. or a sport management kid mm -hmm. or something I also did, then it's like an automatic yes. Yeah. Um, no, seriously. But yeah, so the whole, all of Thanksgiving break, we're like, how can we like, <laughs> it's funny because the, the judges were like, yeah, you guys will be pitching to people, give you hundreds of thousand dollars. And in our minds, they're like, okay, let's go, let's go do that. Let's figure out how thinking, to do that. Thinking we were ready right there, right then and there. But anyway, so we're like parading around just trying to like talk to people. And one of our friend's dads is like a big shot in private equity in the UK. And so we're like, oh, let's talk to him. And <laughs> I'm like, so we set up this time to quote unquote pitch him. And I like go to Staples and I'm like, oh, pitch this guy. I got to print out our deck on nice paper. <laughs> so I spend like 30 bucks printing out our, our shitty little deck on like really nice paper. We go over to their apartment we pitch him in, and realistically, this guy like really couldn't help us at all. No. We were absurdly early, yeah. and like I mean, really had nothing to work with. You know, our decks um, were bad for a lot of reasons, but you know, the silver lining to me with that stuff is like we were really forced to know what we were talking about, and obviously that's like a step numero uno for any business, like know your own business. But like we almost were forced to know every little detail on these like memorized pieces because there was really little words. You know, it was like we were we were no, handing yeah. people papers with pictures <laughs> on it. And yeah, we're like, maybe, welcome maybe, to our deck. Maybe like two words <laughs> on yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> Revolutioning the revolutionizing the sport viewing and experience. What the fuck the, does that there's, mean? There's like a stock image of like a robot digital, and there's like another yeah. company's logo, and it's like, how do these two things? Machine add up? learning, yeah. viral growth. Yeah. But um, how, how'd that meeting go? It went well. You know, we 
<laughs> didn't get much out of it, but he didn't tell us to fuck off. Yeah, and that's kind of the theme <laughs> is that like along the way, nobody told us to fuck off. So we we're like, okay, must, must, maybe let's keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> literally, if, if somebody had, had just shut us down nice and early, I think it would have uh, derailed the, the piece. But I mean, we had the conviction. Yep. And then uh, post Thanksgiving break, we're like, all right, let's let's, let's company let's, build. Let's grow the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got no plan. No money, no skills. Let's build a team. Yeah, it's like, how do we make this? I think really is we set out to answer the question: How do we make this a thing, so yeah. to speak? Besides the thing that we just we do together and making decks, like how do we make this a thing? Yeah, thing? how do, how do we find more people to uh, with, with believe no, in this? With thing? really no plan. Yeah, I think we genuinely just wanted somebody else in the room to also believe in the pie, and so we set out to find the brightest minds in the Eisenberg School of Management. So I'm taking um, an operations and information management like intro class. I you know I go in there. I know all the stuff. I barely pay attention. Whatever. But I, I go up to talk to the professor one day after class, and then I tell her. I said, you know, and another note for I guess potential founders out there: always leverage the fact that you're a student doing student things. I think people like to help students doing student things. So I was like, hey, I'm in your class. Um, you know great lesson. I think I mentioned something. Uh, maybe not. But I might have brought it relevant to let her know I like kind of pay attention and like wasn't looking for like a, a classic homework move, extension yeah. or something. And I was like, yeah, I just participated in this um, event or whatever, the pitch competition, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, we're, we're an early stage startup here on campus. <laughs> that's not even early stage. No, that's like... That's we, like... Uh, negative yeah it's like point it's like half maybe even a quarter of the way to early stage yeah and so i was like you know we're starting this thing who's uh would you mind connecting me to your brightest student or whatever like we want right because we were like um we need an operations guy yeah (laughs) for for whatever reason because we were picturing like this operations guy who would come in and like solve all our issues which it's funny because Obviously, that was when we were in college, and so you kind of look at like yourselves and your peers as much smarter than they are. And it's not to say college kids aren't smart, but like you got to find the hell of a kid to be able to have done what we were looking for them to do. No, yeah, if there was a, if there a was like, if there was a stallion out there that could really provide that much value, oh. then probably they should just run the company themselves. Oh my god, yeah, we we would have stepped aside and let them run the show. But I think along the same times we did that, we were also looking for. Um, Technical help as well. So well, we, were we had n- students. Well, we had no way, no way to build the thing. Yeah. So we were looking for Eisenberg's top talent, and we were looking for anybody who could code. And I just do it. This at this time, I didn't even know what computer science was. Yeah, like I knew it was a major, and I knew it had to do with coding. But I didn't know a single thing about no. how that world worked. No, we didn't even. We weren't connected with a soul in the I program. Mean, so we're going would, in blind. I was just like racking my brain. I was like, who do I know? That's like a computer science major. And then I stumble upon my two buddies at Tufts who, like, initially I didn't even realize they were computer science. And I was like, oh, I guess they are doing this thing. Let me ask them if they can do this. So I'm, like, first hopping on with Chad and bless his soul. I'm, like, pitching him this idea. And I can, like, tell. And I know Chad. And Chad's, like, one of my best friends. So I can tell when he's, like, not really into something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you, you, can you do this? And he's like, No. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't, I don't know, I never, I don't know how to do this. He could, he, he's like, um, he's like, he's like maybe, but he's also a very humble guy. So he's like, I don't know, fucking maybe. Meanwhile, Chorchi's jumped on it as soon as possible. Yeah, you know, I knew Jackson from Move In actually, so I had the connection. I was surprised to hear he's the brightest mind, not to interject, but he hopped on. He was ready. He was eager. Well, I remember it very clearly. We had this meeting scheduled. Well, because I knew Jackson, I didn't know Jackson, but I had a class with him. It was an intro to Excel class, stupid-ass class, but he was always <laughs> in and out. 
So I was like, this guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> like, because, <laughs> you know, anybody who's, like, you know, getting the work done quick, you're like, oh, this guy's a fucking stallion. Yeah. So, and then I remember exactly, it was like a weeknight after we gone to practice, after we'd eaten dinner, and we're meeting in Eisenberg. Mm. And Jackson's a pretty sharply dressed guy. Yeah. So he walks in, you know, he's, he's sharply dressed. I'm like, all right, this guy's a fucking stallion. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking, and... Um, we're like laying out the idea, and of course he's like, "Yeah, guys, this is this is sick." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're damn right, Jackson. This guy's this guy's smart as hell. Telling us our idea is great." <laughs> and then, and um, so then all of a sudden we've got this third member of the team um, who he's like comes to all our meetings. He you know had some good great ideas, yet we still had nobody technically out because when I was talking to Chad, he was like, "Yeah, I'll like try to help," and he's like kind of loosely putting together some like wire frames um, that really like meant nothing because he clearly wasn't that into it. And then um, it took me until like December break, fast forwarding slightly to like, I was like hammered when I convinced Chad to join full time. Cause I was, cause we were all out at, I remember it it was called, we were at this place called Poor House on like Boylston street. It's this place we would go to when we were younger. So we're there. I'm like, slugging beers and Chad doesn't really drink so he's like sober Mm -hmm. and I'm like slurring my words and shit and I just like I somehow was able to make Chad feel like the product was for him which it kind of was and then the next day he cranked out an entire wireframe and we were like damn Chad's in oh I remember I remember seeing those for the first time and it was actually it was powerful um, because I think that's, I mean, it set the tone for really even the company today, because at the time, like, we had maybe sketch drawings yeah, of what sketches. we thought, um, but seeing it for real was like, wow, this thing is, you know. No, it was like, this damn, this, like, you can click around, and, yeah. like, it, it, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. How, now, how do we, how do we build it? And yeah. Chad was still like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, I think, so, just, like, I guess, so, so that was winter break that you convinced him? Yeah. Yeah, so we go back for, um, track, and, probably some other winter e fall sports during the winter we went back right we had to go early we only have a little bit of a break and so this this period of time is called intercession there's no class. time of the year yeah it's a good time of the year no class just practice and a lot of downtime now um, i mean during the time you know we were watching silicon valley great show on hbo um if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to silicon valley stop listening to us and go watch and go watch yeah. that show then come back unbelievably hilarious show super funny easy to watch short episodes um but i think that was comically kind of our and between the ryan piece because a lot of this work i was doing for ryan was kind of around like hiring people not really but like you, you were doing bitch work kind yeah 100 percent. i was i mean even to this day i, I still <laughs> am even even to this day i still am but um a lot of it was about like just kind of getting engrossed into the the frameworks and the landscape you know you learn about all these roles and what these people do with these companies and prior to doing that i had no clue um, and so it, it's funny because then we're watching the TV show and then the wireframes get sent in and we're like, wow, now that's when we, the, the floodgates for we're the like, ideas start oh. coming around. We're like, what can we do with this? What do we do with this? Um, and really, with no exaggeration, all the people we talked to early on, and I mean, as this pod goes, for the ones that are notable, we'll continue to talk about them. Every time we talked with somebody, we learned something new about ourselves and the company. And like, you continue know, to evolve. That's a, that's a business and life lesson. Yeah. Everyone you talk to, don't just... Ask them what they think. Yeah, ask them what they, they think. They and, could have something valuable. And take the negatives with it. And if you hear enough, I mean, really, for all the feedback, like literally, it's valuable regardless. Um, yeah. But and let's talk more about the, let's talk more about the the Chad piece. That's the entertaining part of the episode. Yeah, I mean, if Chad, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't drunkenly convince Chad that night, 
And then this probably this thing probably stops about eighteen months ago. Yeah. What a what a different world. Probably because we really we wouldn't have been able to. We still wouldn't have won the, the pitch competitions. <laughs> um, we certainly wouldn't have been able to raise money. I don't. I don't know. And we we tried getting some help at UMass from some computer science kids. That didn't go well. We were sending out mass Slack messages in every channel. This is funny. I like because there was like an entrepreneurship Slack channel. This time I had no idea what Slack was. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And I, I like do like the at channel, which means everybody gets a notification. Um, at channel, exciting new startup is looking for uh, <laughs> software engineering help. Um, not even knowing what the fuck they were gonna like build it in or how it was gonna get done. Yeah. Zero idea of the frameworks. And the first reply, someone messaged me directly. He's like, "Please do not use the at channel function for non-critical things." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I had to get oh, everybody's criti- attention somehow." Enough to us, critical enough to us, but. You know, around that time, too, maybe this is where we'll wrap up, is where we met our first, or I guess second, quote-unquote, advisor. And it's important, too, because they were early. You know, uh, Ryan Ryan, and Andrew. Yeah, so we met Andrew Gibson. Mm. We met him. He was brought to us from UMass. He's big, a fellow UMass guy. He big was, fan of the show. Yeah, big fan of the, big fan of No One's Sam, big fan of the pod, Andrew, and we'll bring him on, but I remember... We got all dressed up for this meeting him with him. We walk in there and we're we start like we were minutes into this pitch, maybe even 30 seconds and he stops us. He's like, "You're a gambling company." And we're like, "Uh, no." <laughs> and he's like, "No, you're a gambling company." And the rest of the conversation was just like us trying to tell him that we weren't a gambling company. <laughs> and we I think but this is this is an important part about it though is these sorts of conversations, especially when there's a lot of holes and even our own understanding of our business. I mean, we had an idea of our own business, but like in terms of to where it is today, let's just say there's a lot of holes. And these are the conversations that we allowed us to like fill in those gaps. Yeah. Because it's like we had to so thoroughly explain to this guy how we weren't gambling that it gave us the frameworks for, oh, this is why we're not for all these reasons. Well, dude, I think a part of it too is the amount of conversations we've had that start so poorly (laughs) and then by the end these people are making intros for us let alone investing yeah um i think you just it's like a it's like almost another lesson in like learning how to manage when someone either disagrees with you off the bat Mm -hmm. or just doesn't understand something off the bat yeah no but but um so we're going back and forth with him it's he's thinking it's gambling we're saying it's not yeah, and then we, I think we finally swayed him over, and I think, again, us kind of swaying him over was him, like, you know, like, warming up to us a little bit, yeah. and we ended up going over on time, uh, so he gives us his card, I still have it, it says, like, Gibson Capital, yep. and then we're like, oh, yes, this is our golden goose, he <laughs> loves us, so he's gonna get us all our money that we need, and then we didn't really talk for a little bit, and then... We put Chad put together this like, uh, I guess like a wireframe video, like a mm. clickable demo of what real time would look like, and that thing was sick. Yeah, that got us a, a long way, and um, we sent it to Andrew, and he was like, "Wow, guys, this is cool." I think we just with Andrew, we just kept showing him that like we weren't disappearing. Yeah, and he appreciated that, and then you know, lo and behold, where we are, where we are today with him. Well, you know what it is too is. Um 
and this may this isn't like a knock on the university or anything, but I think generally, um, at least in terms of entrepreneurial spirit, the ideas that come out of there, some of them might be good or solid. Ours was definitely crap. Um, at least, not, I mean, it wasn't crap. That's not what I mean at all. But like, it's early stage. A lot of the things that come out of there, and I think sometimes maybe the founders aren't so persistent per se. And so for those p- mentors, I guess you can call them Andrew and the others, you probably go in there and you hear a lot of stuff that you're like, oh well, you know, this is a great idea, but. A couple months later, not going to hear from you again. And yeah. I think we were persistent enough where it's like, oh, these guys are kind of... They probably just serious. expect to, to never hear from these guys again. That's, yeah. you know, that's another thing, too. You always... You got to follow up with anyone you ever talk yep. to. Because people like to feel like they helped someone. Yeah. Like, if you have a meeting with someone and, like, they... Even if they didn't fucking help you, like, just, like... Say thanks for yeah. your fucking time, yeah, and maybe that'll help you down th- in the future. And you want to end all those things too with like, who do you think I should talk to next? Or you know, or a classic. You know, you heard about the the product. What do you think is a killer feature? Or what do you think is a complete waste of time? Yeah. Or why does this interest you? If it does, yeah. Um, I think it's a good place to wrap because I think somewhere in the next month or so is when we uh, <laughs> we th- we met John Kozner. Oh, okay, okay. And we we blew our load with him. Yeah, and that and so this is now 2020. We're coming up on yeah, 2019 to 2020, and boy, did we think we were gonna have a great year. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh man. But all right. All right. So episode four. Episode, or episode was, three. That was episode four. Oh, this is four. Or technically three, technically, but overall four. Yeah. You know, the prologue. The intro, yeah. Yep. But if you liked it, and you think anybody else could would maybe like it. We're going to get to some more interesting stuff eventually. Yeah. So just stick with the ride. Maybe Slow tell crawl. a couple pals. Four-star review. Five-star review. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll see you next time. All right. See you guys.